Leonie Dawson refuses to be categorized as the podcast. And we're on for another edition of Leonie on School Run. Gonna talk shit to you. Gonna tell you what she's thinking and reading and obsessing about. Because she's always obsessing about something. Yeah. Uh, right. So, I've got a few things I wanted to talk to you about today. So, buckle in. Grab yourself a cup of tea. Um, first and foremost, I wanted to share, and I've been public about this anyway, uh, but I'm going through uh, the, the formal process of getting formally diagnosed with Asperger's. Um, I think, like, my worst fear is that I'm actually, like, not Asperger's. <laughs> not anything and she's just like sorry Leonie you're actually neurotypical I'd be like fucking what fucking what so that'll be pretty hilarious I mean I do have a lot of fucking key indicators that point in the Aspie version um so I'm gonna assume that it might be something like that but you know what I'll be totally open about whatever the results are um once I've emotionally processed them of course um and that way as well, I figured, you know, like, there's sometimes different things that uh, are not contraindicated, but, so like, for example, ADHD can be um, cross, like, can, can often be misdiagnosed, like Asperger's can often be ADHD because they have some similarities, so um, we'll see, whatever, whatever ends up happening will be super cool um i mean it's slightly confronting in some ways like having to do these really long questionnaires and the three hour therapy session about um my childhood and my personality and um i'm it's how do i say this well it's just odd in that it could have been really sad situation in a lot of circumstances in terms of like how bullied I was and how out of the loop I felt socially um however I'm just really fucking grateful that I have this personality that is just pretty fucking happy really (laughs) um and that I don't get kind of the anxiety spiral I don't have self-confidence issues at all clearly um and um yeah like it seems like I've got a lot of the blessings of like kind of the Asperger's archetype and not as many of the challenges well no I do have the challenges but they just haven't really seemed to bother me that much I don't know I'll let you know how it goes it's gonna be a fascinating process anyway um for those who are asking, um, I got the assessment done through Unique U Psychology. So U is just the, 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 the letter U. Um, and they specialize in diagnostic assessments of female Asperger's, which is very different from male Asperger's uh, because females can mask a whole bunch of social shit. Um, so we can look like nice attentive people <laughs> because we've learned how to kind of copy we're like the liar birds we've learned how to copy um other people's social <laughs> instincts um 
so that was that was useful but i was on the wait list for ages um on that one how long was i on the wait list i think about six months or so um by the time i yeah it would have been about that um and i've also been trying to get assessed over the years and i would send in inquiries to a few different places that did female asperger's and they just had like such long, long wait lists they weren't even going to add me to it so it can be it can be totally challenging to get formally diagnosed um yes i don't i don't really need the diagnosis per se because i already have like a whole bunch of accommodations in place and um pretty happy with how things are rolling but it's just useful for self-discovery purposes and also because then I've got that surety when I talk to you about being neurotypical I can say it appears in these formally diagnosed ways so that I can better represent uh, the neurotypical if I'm neurotypical oh my god could you fucking imagine if I'm just like a straight out norm and they're like no your brain's totally normal be like oh god what is it then? Anyway. Okay, what else have I been obsessed by? Um, I've gotten very into decluttering um, and organizing and just getting shit to a manageable level, really. Um, some things that have been really helpful is that I've been watching the Minimal Mum YouTube channel um, and she's super helpful i'm sorry if i've like talked about this before i genuinely cannot fucking remember shit of what i've said before because 2020 has done a buster on my working memory um anyway i'll just carry on like and just presume that i haven't said anything before i said any of this stuff before anyway i fucking love the minimal mum on youtube that's been really useful um we've also been painting my kids room bedrooms um because when we moved into our current house it was all painted cream including the trims and it's kind of this yellowy cream and it looks very very fucking dated and it's got kind of like cream yellow tiles as well so it's just like living in fucking beige palace and I don't love that for me um so I've started painting the girls' rooms and one by one and we've just been painting, like stripping it back and just painting it all vivid white and I never thought I'd be so fucking excited by vivid white but I really am um, and putting some actual door and trim paint on the doors and trims instead of just fucking wall paint because I, like, I can't believe the difference between wall paint and trim paint. I've never thought about these things, but you really look for that kind of extra sheen, that extra gloss, that extra level of protection so you don't get grimy kid fingers all over it. Um, so it's looking pretty fucking phenomenal. I'm really enjoying that process. And I just listen to podcasts as I do it. Um, I'm doing most of it myself and then my husband um, will come in and do some of the rollering for me and stuff. But it feels really good and it just makes me want to paint the whole house white. Um, just so you know, like I am not a neutrals kind of person. Um, the, the rest of our furniture is like fucking bright. Um, and um, we have a lot, like we are not a minimalist home by any by any aspect of the imagination. Um, but it'll just be nice to have kind of like that white canvas than to have a glorious colorful shit on. So decluttering's been my big thing. Um, and it just feels 
good to be getting things sorted. I've been taking a lot of shit to charity and um, feels pretty, pretty rad. They're happy with that. I took, um, I, I did buy like a thermo mix years ago and got given a thermo surfer as a fucking special gift or some shit when I signed up. Um, and I've just never used it. And so I took that to charity as well. And then the next week when I went to go take things to charity, I saw a person walking out with my thermo server and the biggest grin on her face. And it just made me so fucking happy. Um, so decluttering, I've been very into that. Um, I also just did my first Black Friday sale that was a success. I've never done a sale before or a black, and I've never done Black Friday before. Um, it is kind of exciting to see it happening in Australia. Like, I'm not going to lie. I know that capitalism is very bad and we should not be buying a lot of stuff. Um, and, but I'm all about like buy, trying to buy things mindfully with things that we actually fucking need. Um, but it was really fun to do the Black Friday sale and it meant that I think we had maybe 200 people sign up for my courses and um, thousands of people buy my 2021 Goal Getter workbooks. And I think it ended up being just over $100,000 in sales, which is really cool. Um, so we'll probably, I don't know, I, I, we'll probably consider doing something like that again next year, but I'm not sure at this point. Um, because if I do another kind of launch, I can earn well over that. So we'll see. We'll see how we divvy up the time. Um, it was interesting just to experiment and try out with anyway. Uh, I also just donated. I'm very excited. I just donated $7,000 today from our Black Friday sale to Australian Wildlife Conservancy. And um, you've probably heard me bang on about them before because I really do love them. They're my principal... Um, charity partner currently because I feel like their work is very very important um, especially with uh, the climate crisis and um, I think having these large tracts of land bought up um, for wildlife conservation um, is actually just a really critical part of the, the climate crisis puzzle um, and they do awesome awesome work and I just seen today like I opened an email from them and they own a um, nature sanctuary not far from where I am and they were trying to buy the block of land next door to it to extend it so they were asking for partners to um, contribute to their fund I think it was like five hundred and fifty thousand dollars to buy um, I think it's called Currawong Park. If you go to Australian Wildlife Conservancy website, um, you can see the full details there. But that was really cool. So we're really happy to donate $7,000 to that. Um, plus, that also adds up our total for the year that we've donated is now $25,000 to Australian Wildlife Conservancy. So that feels really good. That was my original goal. It was like, okay, let's like create enough excess funds that I can donate to that money to Australian Wildlife Conservancy for the very, very important work they're doing. Um, it's kind of weird because we're entering back into summer now and um, there's an island about two hours drive north of us that's on fire at the moment. Um, 
and um, it has been for weeks and I haven't been able to put it out and so there's this kind of smoke that comes over in the haze and things are starting to dry out again and it's just starting to get that heat and it definitely is very triggering having gone through last year's bushfire season and last year's bushfire season was absolutely the thing that woke me up to like you don't get to fucking ignore the climate crisis it's happening and it's happening now um and this is just going to keep getting worse so um it doesn't like yeah it makes me i do feel like a little bit of extra anxiety heading back into bushfire season in a way that i haven't experienced before um, currently where we are on our property it's still pretty green um, and I'm just hopeful that nobody does any dumb shit this year like starting fires that get out of control so that we don't have to get evacuated again because that was pretty fucking unpleasant um, and of course it got way worse in other parts of Australia and so much wildlife died over a billion Australian animals pushing so many animals to the brink of extinction and that's why when I saw the well Australian Wildlife Conservancy's work I just thought it was phenomenal and they did so much work after the bushfires um, and what they're doing as well with the the land they're buying it has the endangered Mary River turtle in it it has platypuses in it which is um, you know definitely not as common as they should be and they also had an endangered crayfish on there and, and some more animals that were highly at risk so um, I feel like that's really important to me um, I did have an offer by uh, a, an associate to do like a um, land development deal and um, I talked to my husband about it and we just we kind of had a laugh in a way because um, our investment goals are to buy land to do the opposite of development, to do undevelopment on them for them to return to, to wildlife. Um, and if you want to read more about that, I'd highly recommend reading the incredible, incredible book, Wilding by Isabella Tree. Hands down, one of the most impactful books I have ever read. And it was like a spiritual awakening for me. Um, so yes i'm fucking thrilled for that um and i'm thrilled for what's next really i'm feeling pretty optimistic and excited about what i can do on a personal level next um to keep turning up and shining my light bright and making my miracles happen and all that good stuff uh, it is oh, only a few days left until my kids finish school for the year and I'm so fucking relieved. It'll be just so nice to have them at home um, for school holidays. I think we all just need some downtime together. And I feel like I say this all the time, but we just do. And I find the pace of life is just too intense sometimes. We're not planning on any big holidays or anything like that. Um, and I'll keep, I'll probably, I'll probably keep on working through the majority of the holidays, but that's just because it's only two hours a day and I like just being able to toddle over to my office um, and just make shit and my kids, you know, do whatever with their papa bear. 
um, and it's a pretty easy flow to get into just being able to spend so much time with them um, and it'd be nice just to get some do some more exploring around these parts as well we've been here for like two and a half years and I do still feel like we're kind of settling in I think that was kind of exacerbated by the fact that we bought one house just as an interim house until we could look at more acreage properties um, and work out where we wanted to situate ourselves. So um, that's kind of worked on that front. Um, who knows how long we'll stay there. Like I will never, ever, ever say again, like, oh, this is where I'm gonna spend the rest of my life. No, I don't think so. Um, we'll just see how it goes. If it's right for the next year, awesome. Um, but things can change at any point in time, as we all know. Um, for me, I've kind of realized that I don't necessarily just like want to live in one place all the time. Ideally, I'd like to kind of split my time in a few different places. And off the top of my head, those places would probably be like hotel, sorry, be Hobart, Canberra and the Whit Sundays. Um, because they're all really special places and I'd like to just keep on exploring more. Um, but we'll just we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Was there anything else I wanted to tell you about? Decluttering tick. Um, oh, have I read any books or gotten into anything lately? Well, I've been really obsessed still by Alone and again i've told you before just please forgive me in my 2020 brain uh, but alone is this incredible tv series where people get um popped into remote places and they have to live on their survival skills by themselves individually solo um for however long and whoever lasts the longest wins the money it's a reality tv show but it's not like anything I've ever seen before because it's just so deeply introspective and there's there's no drama because the people aren't talking to each other you know like there's no people drama there's just the drama of people having to deal with their own consciousness and it's fucking riveting I am obsessive about it and keep talking about it in all of the goddamn places it's brilliant um so if you're another alone fanatic, please let me know. <laughs> um, I'm also, um, oh, I read a, I've read a stack of books lately. I'm just putting together my best books list for 2020. Um, I ended up reading about 120 books this year, which was pretty fun. Um, and it definitely wasn't as many as last year. I read 400 last year. And that's just because 2020 brain has been hard. Like there was months and months there where I just couldn't read because my brain was so frazzled on dealing with taking on all this new information about, you know, that whole living in a fucking pandemic thing. Um, so that was, that was big stuff. But I've still read some fucking incredible books. So I'm excited to share that best books list with you because I read some really good ones this year. Um... What have I read recently that was really good? I think I've just been reading a lot of trash lately. A lot of romance. 
a lot of romance trash. I did really fucking love Gender, A Graphic Guide. I thought that was phenomenal, one of my favorite books this year, um, and definitely useful to get a better understanding about gender because we're just not taught much about it, especially, you know, I think teenagers now are so much more aware of gender than we are. Um, and so I feel like I have to update my knowledge to understand gender even more. Um, and for the record, I'd like I would like to clarify. I probably I do identify like you could like my pronouns would be she or they. Like I'm groovy with with either one, but I don't necessarily feel like female is a very big part of my identity whatsoever. I feel more like a brain than anything else. Just a brain wobbling about in a in a fucking hot body. <laughs> recommend that book that was groovy um oh i did want to mention as well a few of you reached out after the nazi episode podcast and said that you really enjoy the conspirituality podcast that's conspirituality um podcast and i have been re i've been listening to that as i um paint my kids rooms and it's fucking great um, highly recommend it and I yeah appreciate those kinds of discussions looking carefully at how um, QAnon and conspiracy theories have uh, really flourished in our spiritual communities really um, which is a red hot fucking bummer aka see the Nazi episode <laughs> oh, funny um, now, people are always saying to me, what's next, Leonie? What are you going to create next? Uh, I don't know. I'll let you know as soon as I know. Probably a marketing course, though. Probably. Um, that would be, I think that's, well, people are asking me for it a lot. So I'll probably just have to get that one done and, and out in the world. I don't know when I'm putting it out. You'll find out when I find out, guys. Uh, or as my assistant says, like, I find out when I get the sales email because that's how far our business planning goes. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I was thinking, do you think it would be useful for me to interview my assistant on this podcast and just interview her like about um, how we work together and what kinds of tasks she does and what's the best parts of the job and what's the hardest parts of the job and what it's like working with me the blessings and challenges would that be interesting let me know uh if you could email in support at leonidos.com or just comment on my social media shit and let me know um that'd be groovy and again if you've got any questions you want me to answer about anything just let me know i need something to talk about about all right I have neared my children's school run section. Um, one thing I do want to say is, um, oh, if you see photos of me, well, not that I share that many pictures on social media of me out and about, but 
I want to, I, do, I want to clarify. I don't, we don't, in most states in Australia, we don't wear masks. Um, I fucking would wear a mask if we needed to, but we've basically eradicated uh, COVID here in Australia. I very, very much appreciate the leadership of our state governments um, in particular because they've been even stricter than our federal government. And um, and I just appreciate how basically Australia's fucking locked down um, and shut that shit down. And uh, Melbourne and Victoria had the longest lockdown in the world um, and they have managed to eradicate it in theirs their um state and i just feel very fucking grateful to be a part of a country that takes covid so seriously and does shit about it so that we can carry on living our lives now in you know there's some modifications in place but it's pretty safe and i feel very grateful for that all right uh that's all uh i just know that a lot of people a lot of australians have to explain that we are not against masks we are very pro masks and all the other shit um we just don't need them now because we're we're kind of at elimination point which is incredible all right my loves uh i'm at my kid's school this has been fun let me know let me know anything really support at leonidawson.com i'm happy to talk shit about anything um i hope you have an amazing week uh i'm sending you so much love and may you continue to turn up and make your miracles happen and shine your light bright because we need you and this world needs you. All right, bye, bye.